podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's Tokyo time and Anything But Footy brings you the views of the athletes in action just before their event. Steph Twell is going for her third Olympics and third event in the marathon. She's competing in Sapporo as organisers said Tokyo in the summer was too hot. The women's marathon begins at 11 o'clock Friday night. It's a wonderful experience to know that after the 18 months we've had as a country that we'll be uniting as a team together and that all of the hard work that we've been training for can now come to fruition in a fabulous celebration and event. Um, So I'm super excited to get ready for race day and to give my best performance for Team GB. Now it's not your first, but it will be different. Absolutely. This will in fact, John, be my third Olympic Games. So I've competed at uh, Beijing 2008, Rio 2016 and Tokyo 2021. So for sure, I think they will be very different. I was very young, my first one in Beijing, um, and now I think I'm taking a bit more, um, I guess, a bit more wisdom, hopefully, a bit more experience into this Games. Um, but, you know, there are differences. Like I was competing in 1500 and the 5K, my previous Games here, I'll be competing in a marathon. So in certain ways, that will still be a very new event to me. Um, but I'm hoping the continuity of, you know, the inspiration from the team will still be there. Um, and yeah, I think it will be a great event that will be happening, that will go ahead and happen. Mm, absolutely. Um, you're obviously representing Team GB, but also the Saltire. Yes, of course. I don't think you can never not take it with you. Um, yeah, I'm really ha- happy to be representing Great Britain. And for me, my family, my connections are Scottish. Um, so I'm really happy to, sh- I'm proud and to share with others my heritage. And I think that's really important. Um, I am based down south because I was from a military family. So we moved around a lot. But my mother, my nan, you know, um, second, third generation plus are Scottish. So I'm happy to be carrying everyone with me and I'll be celebrating for sure. How tough is it going to be weather-wise out there, Steph? Good question, John. I think it's um, definitely going to be the toughest Olympic conditions I've come up against. Um, however, I have been lucky enough to compete at Doha. So at the moment, the marathon's been moved to Sapporo because Tokyo was too hot and it was actually considered a physiological fatality of athletes running for two, two plus hours in, you know, in, enduring really hot temperatures up to 36 to 40 degrees in about 70 to 90 degrees humidity could, pro, you know, exhibit heat exhaustion, dehydration, um, even heat stroke so we are now moved to Sapporo town slightly north of Tokyo and it should be slightly cooler because it's in the foothills of the mountains um, however it will still be about 21 to 26 on the day I believe which is still pretty pretty toasty for a marathon um, and humidity will still be between 60 and 80 percent so we certainly have to prepare and that's what I'm doing I've just been come back from Houston which is a very muggy place and just understanding how to perceive that heat. Um, and luckily we've been blessed out here with a bit of sunshine this week before we head off to France and train with um, British athletics out there in the mountains again. And my, my final question and my athletics fan question, um, what do you make of the whole debate about shoes? I, I, I don't really understand it. And, I, I'm, and I'm a bit like, well, you know, records are there to be broken. What is your take as an athlete? 
Ah, it's really hard. I think I want to be on the progressive side of sport and I feel very much like I want to move forward with um, technology. I believe we are assisted as athletes with the new technology in the shoes. I do believe it makes a difference. Um, I would say that probably more so the foam for the longer distances. And so I work with New Balance and I think I can definitely see the adaptations that they've made to their models to help athletes be more efficient. and even in the spikes, the development of spikes have changed. But what I would say is um, being an athlete and knowing my body throughout the years of what times I have run and where I'm headed, it doesn't stop the athlete from training really hard. And actually the other side of it is actually, I've made choices that I can't train in those shoes all the time because actually they're so responsive that there is an adjustment and transition period. People need to actually get their car stronger for the help that they are giving. So it's a bit of a catch-22, really. But I would say, on a whole, they have certainly, from what I can see, the times that I have competed against females in sport across, you know, from everything from 1500 to the marathon, I would certainly say they give us an advantage. Um, I think it was unfortunate that the rules and the regulations caught up too late. I think that was the most disappointing thing about people getting ahead of the sport. And I always will push for a fair sport because... For me, the important thing is sport should be accessible and everyone should have opportunities. And I felt very early on with the price range, only certain brands obviously being available, it wasn't fair. I hope now that it is fairer and then we will see things even out. Um, But yeah, I do have my rightly questions about whether they're the right thing for the sport as well. This is Tokyo Time from Anything But Footy, the Olympic and Paralympic Sport Podcast. Follow for more from the 2020 Games in 2021. Sports Social Podcast Network.